With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And to find your local station for the Ben Maller Show at foxsportsradio.com, you can find it there or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. How blue do you do? As in not good. Welcome in the beginning of another edition of the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere as we chatterbox coast to coast, border to border, and beyond, beginning a new week on the vast and powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from the flight deck as we soar on the red eye all night long here hanging out 
from the microphones of Fox Sports Radio, the FSR Studios. Hope you had a great weekend. We are back at it again. Our lead this hour coming from professional baseball, the defending champions playing like chumps, and they took it on the chin again. They were talking about the Dodgers. They lost 2-1 to the bums to the Angels on Sunday, and this continues a limbo. How low can you go type of dance for the Azul? The Dodgers have now lost 15 of their last 20 games, seemingly impossible with a deck of aces that they throw out to the mound day in and day out. And for almost a month, the Dodgers have been the worst team in the National League and the second worst in all of baseball. The Dodgers, D-O-D-G-E-R-S, suck, suck, suck. That's where they are right now. Garbage. Human waste. Now, Trevor Bauer, who started the game, pitched pretty well, but, of course, not well enough because anything the Dodgers do now typically goes sideways. So Trevor Bauer was the losing pitcher in a one-run loss on Sunday, 2-1, to one, and he then sounded off on the state of the Dodgers. If you did not hear this, maybe you missed it. We have the audio tape, as Warner Wolf would say. Here's, here's a, a little taste, Trevor Bauer, who was – Giving a rant, unlike uh, Dave Roberts, who's uh, been there just kind of la 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 as the uh, building burns uh, around the Dodgers. Well, Trevor Bauer uh, said no. He said, I am pissed. Personally, I hate losing. I want to win. That's why I came here. Bauer barking into the Zoom microphones there. Following the loss of the Angels, he said, you can say it's early, no need to panic, and it's true, but at the end of the day, we're not going to roll the bats and balls out there and win baseball games. Uh, just to prove I'm not lying here is what Trevor Bauer said in his own words. You just heard me say it, but now here's Bauer saying the same thing. I'm pissed, personally. I freaking keep losing. I want to win. That's why I came here. And this is just not, I mean, we're not playing up to our capability right now, so I'm mad. I'm not going to speak on behalf of anybody else. It's early, and you can say it's early, and you can say there's no need to panic, and you can say all these things, and they're all true. But at the end of the day, like, we're not just going to roll the bats and balls out there and win baseball games. We're not just going to sleepwalk our way to winning another division title and you know, going to the World Series again. And that's not how it works. You know, it's you got to go out there and beat someone every day. And if you haven't been good at it, you need to be better. All right, so that was Trevor Bauer recorded live on a tin can and string there in the visiting clubhouse in Anaheim. But the the key parts, as I said, Bauer, you know, he's pissed off, he said, and you know, he he rolled off all the cliches. He said, well, it's true, but enough with the, the nonsense, all right? Somebody, somebody grow a pair over there in Dodgerland and put their foot down, okay? Somebody? Is there anybody there? They're just going to sit there and twiddle their thumbs? as they continue to lose games. So the question, are you with Trevor Bauer, or do you think Bauer should not have said what he said about the Dodgers' struggles? Of course, a thousand percent. Give me more. Encore, encore, I say, uh, from Trevor Bauer. He didn't go far enough. Bauer did not go far enough. Now, I've got infomercial shopping, Willy Wonka, and Boondoggle. And we will connect all of these things together into an adequate, Malin monologue. Now, first of all, every single player on that defending championship team, the Dodgers, should be feeling this way. And if they're not, get rid of them. I don't care who they are. No lies detected from Trevor Bauer. 
watching the Dodgers play over the last uh, almost a month now, it has been humiliating and emasculating. And I don't even play for the team. Those guys play for the team. They should be the ones feeling that way. These guys are out of the – you talk about getting out of the gates to a great start. They got out to a fine start, the Dodgers. They've given it all back. Everything they gained the first couple weeks of the season, they were playing like they were a championship team. And, and now watching them play five, six out of seven games, they play like total zombies, unbecoming of a championship team. And Trevor Bauer referenced the sleepwalking. That's an appropriate way to describe what's going on. It's also fundamentally unsound professional baseball. That's the Dodgers? That's how the Dodgers? That's not how the Dodgers play. Did these guys play shoots and ladders during spring training? I mean, someone needs to go infomercial shopping. May I recommend for $29.95, you can buy the eminent baseball instructor Tom Amansky's DVDs. I think they're still available. And, and maybe they can actually improve. They couldn't get much worse by watching the Tom Amansky defensive fundamentals tape. And they can get that old, uh, that old infomercial with Fred McGriff on there from back in the day. But the Dodgers defensively ranked 27th, according to fan graphs. They're 27th in defense. They're the worst team in the National League defensively. Only the Angels, Blue Jays, and Tigers have more stinkage than the Dodgers do over the the last uh, you know part of the baseball season here the the mean the main part is still to come but the the Dodgers are off to a terrible start now secondly it has come to my attention that the the detail that the Dodgers have had in recent years is not there for the boys in blue the attention to detail both in uh, you know, in-game situations, talking about on the field, defensively, uh, falling asleep there, on the mound. Over the last two weeks, the Dodgers' bullpen has been besieged. They ranked 28th in baseball over the last two weeks. And Dave Roberts, in many close games, games that go to extra innings, he goes out to make pitching changes, and he's calling in the arson squad. Uh, and it doesn't really matter who they bring in most of the time. And it's these little, uh, you know, an error leads to this, and then a walk, and uh, and then wham, just I like that. I liked him in that spot. I really did. Now, we're going to name names, and we believe in naming names here. There are no innocents. Uh, Dennis Santana and some guy named Garrett Clevenger, or Clevenger. That, that, I mean, brutal. Absolutely brutal. Only the Twins and Giants have been worse out of the bullpen over the last couple of weeks than the Dodgers. Now, you would like to believe, at least I would like to believe, that Dave Roberts is behind closed doors, throwing chairs, breaking windows, bringing in voodoo to turn things around, trying to light a fire under his baseball team. And then I realize none of that is happening, right? And, and the public Dave Roberts we get, I believe, is the real Dave Roberts. I don't think Dave Roberts has a public persona and then privately he's this rambunctious guy running around with all this gumption in the locker room trying to get guys fired up. I don't think he's like that at all. He's just just like he's aloof, right, and sugarcoating bad baseball. Now, I don't believe in sugarcoating at all. I mean, I don't think we live in in the Willy Wonka land there. Uh, You don't need to sugarcoat anything. Uh, More of the standard, I really liked him in that spot, which is really – the default position when a player fails for the Dodgers. Here's how you know a player has failed for the Dodgers. When Dave Roberts says, I really liked him in that spot, that means the player has has just blown up terribly. I liked just, him in that spot. Just, I really just, did. 
doesn't get worse than that, right? And, and the, the Dodgers just, there's a lot of half-hearted baseball. And Roberts, I didn't like him even when they won the World Series. I had my doubts. And he continues to be robotic. And they got butchers here, there, and everywhere with the gloves. Pyrotechnics on the mound. Very little offense. Uh, it's like once a week they'll score 13 runs, and then the other games they'll be struggling to score three or four runs if they're lucky. And there's Dave Roberts, right, channeling Leslie Nielsen from the naked gun as the fireworks go off behind him. Uh, move on, move on here. Nothing to see. Please disperse. Nothing to see here. Please move on. Yeah. It's like they're content. Yeah, I, I don't think that's true. It just looks that way, that they're satisfied that they won in 2020, and then that's fine, and now they can just kind of go through the motions for a while, and it's a long season. They're not playing a 60-game season. Thank God that. They'd be done. They were playing a 60-game season. Uh, and you know, Dave Roberts is simply following the orders of the powers that be, the front office. He keeps his mouth shut. He doesn't make waves. The Dodgers have now lost five consecutive series for the first time in four years that they have lost five consecutive ther- series. And there's, there's other than Bauer, there's no like, wow, we're, we're not doing good here. We, we need something. They're just kind of, yeah, we're fine. Yeah, fine. Look at our shiny ring. Like, that's really helped them, right? That's really helped them. Now, we know there's no such thing as momentum because if there was momentum, the Dodgers would not have lost all these games. They got off to a hell of a start, right? So by that logic, why would they give up the momentum? They were playing great baseball. You certainly wouldn't give back the momentum. The momentum doesn't exist. It's irrelevant. Now, final thought. The mantra coming out of Dodgerland has been... Everything is going to be fine here. Don't be a fanboy. Don't overreact. The boys will be back. Once our players come back, everything is going to be okay. I hear that over and over. Not fair to judges because of the injuries. That's a bad take. Okay, that is a bad take. Injuries are part of sport. No team is ever 100%, nor should they be. And the Dodgers have always bragged about their organizational depth. Very afraid to trade those minor league players because they're so damn good. And yet many of the neophytes that they have brought into the mix here in 2021 need a diaper change. and uh, and they Because they got diaper rash is what they got. There's flop sweat in the air everywhere. The Dodgers lead Major League Baseball with 10 losses by one run. 10! Seven of them have come over the last two weeks. 10 losses by one run. Now, the, the simpleton fan, the low-information fan, will say, well, listen, that means they're right there and they're on the cusp of turning things around. No, it does not. All right? No, it does not. Bad teams lose close games. As a gambler, I know that. If you've ever bet on a sporting event, it doesn't matter. Uh, you can bet on bad teams, and you know they lose close. It doesn't mean they're close to being good. Right? Good teams win close games. Bad teams lose close games. Period. Hard stop. And the defense in the relief pitching, which I'm most upset with, with a wink and a nod to the spotty offense, which is often limp. I think they need to contact one of our advertisers for one of those little blue pills to help them out because they are not getting the job done there. And as the Hall of Fame backstop, the great Yogi Berra said of teams that get off to poor starts, it's, it's getting late early out there. And this month, and it's only been you know, not even a full month yet for the Dodgers, last 20 games, but it has been a boon doggle. Right? And I believe it's never too early to hit the panic button. Every loss now means you have to win an extra game down the line. 
right? The clock is ticking. Tick, 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 right? The Dodgers have essentially until June 1st. And I think they should start making moves right now, but I'll give them until June 1st. And I, their argument, as I said, was that Bellinger's hurt, and that guy's hurt, and this guy's hurt, and all that stuff. But the longest I am willing to push this back is another about 20, 20 days, a little over 20 days here. And then I sound the alarm bells, and let's make a deal. If I'm Andrew Friedman, I go out and get my front office nerds together, and I start reshuffling the deck here, and certainly address the bullpen. That's the first thing. And some of these backup outfielders that have been playing, I don't know where they got these guys from, but they all suck. And almost every one of them stinks. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. 
Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As fast as Sonic the Hedgehog, welcome in the beginning of yet another hour of the Ben Mather Show. We are in the air everywhere as we channel our inner windbag coast to coast, border to border, and beyond on the vast and powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from under the moonlight, camouflaged by the darkness where the goblins and phantoms roam. The Fox Sports Radio Studios, good to have you with us here as we hang out together. And our lead this hour coming from track and field. But don't turn off the radio yet. That's not a joke, uh, but it's more of an NFL story. It's what happens when you toss an active NFL star into the mix. We yappity yap about track and field. Zoom! Just like like we're on the Autobahn. So this story revolving around Seahawks wide receiver DK Metcalf. You might remember last week in a previous episode of the show, we told you that DK Metcalf was going to attempt to qualify for the Olympics. He's going to do that over the weekend. Well, he did it. He didn't lie. He did it. He tried to compete to get a spot in the Olympics, the Seahawk wide receiver Metcalf competing at the USA track and field Golden Games and distance open. The 100-meter dash was on Sunday with an opportunity to get to the Olympics on the line. The event happening not far away from where we yap from here in Southern California, San Gabriel Valley in SoCal at Mount San Antonio College. It was broadcast on television. I don't know if you saw it or not. Did you watch? Were you compelled to watch? Maybe not. I didn't watch it. I watched the clip on the interweb. That's how I saw it. But I did watch it, and DK Metcalf posted a 10.37 second time in the 100-meter dash, finishing dead last in the nine-man race. 
Overall, there were 17 competitors. He finished 15th out of 17, but the big one was the 100-meter dash, Metcalf, at the very bottom. Now, what does that mean? That means Metcalf will not be running in this year's Tokyo Olympics, so Pete Carroll and the Seahawks can take a sigh of relief. They will not be having to worry about Metcalf being distracted and missing training camp and being hurt at the Olympics. The standard things that NFL teams would bitch and complain about uh, if one of their players was in the Olympics. Now, despite that, DK Metcalf and his rather blah finish, uh, I don't think you can say it was good, Many people in the football community are. They're lavishing praise at the doorstep of Metcalf. Patrick Mahomes said, mad respect to DK. The teammate, as you would expect, Russell Wilson, reacted, amazing brawl, amazing brawl. That's what Russell Wilson said of Metcalf. Texans running back Mark Ingram. Yeah, he's on the Texans now. He condemned anyone from talking bad about DK and respected him for holding his own. Okay. Uh, there are plenty of other examples I could bring up. I, I think we'll stop with that. Otherwise, we'll just go way too long. So let us discuss the question. Are you going to go thumbs up or thumbs down? Should DK Metcalf be celebrated for finishing in last place. Now, I am going to go thumbs down. All right? Thumbs down, Benny, on this one. Now, observations. You've got Laundromat, Novelty Act, and Breaks. And we will combine all of these things together, and we're going to make some baba ganoush is what we're going to make. Now, number one. Number one. So... Clearly, we're not speed demons here. I think if you've seen me, you know that. I run more like a thoroughbred than a gazelle, but that doesn't matter here. I've got working eyeballs, okay? And I also have a working nose, and I know how to detect bullcrap. And I smelled a lot of bullcrap coming out from the NFL community. DK Metcalf does not deserve a foot massage and a bubble bath for finishing dead last in the 100 meter. And that's not how I was raised. Now, maybe you were raised that way. I, I was raised not to celebrate last place finishes. Now, I understand there's a generational divide going on here, and you have the participation trophy generation where Patrick Mahomes, part of it, clearly uh, Russell Wilson, a part of that, and these guys that are out there, way to go, whoa, good job by you uh, for DK Metcalf. That's not how I roll, right? Now, now to each their own. Uh, one of the cool things about sports is you have clear winners over here and you've got losers over here and they keep score and the media, you know, traveling to the laundromat on this is absurd. You talk about spin cycle, right? Not spin cycle, Regina, our caller from Minnesota. This is just spin cycle. Instead of finishing last, the media headline says DK Metcalf finished in ninth place. There were only nine people running in the 100 meters. Hello? I would have finished in ninth place also. I would have been a lot slower than DK Metcalf, but we don't slobber all over those that finish at the very bottom. At least we shouldn't. No consolation prize. You don't get a little ribbon because you finished ninth out of nine combatants in the 100 meter. Now, the second point, someone named Craven Gillespie I don't really know who that is, but he's the fellow who deserves the applause here and the acknowledgement because he blazed his who? way to a time of 9.96 in the final. Craven Gillespie. 
And so that's the guy that won it. Never this heard event. of him. Well, because you don't watch track and field. Neither do I. All right? This is a precursor to the Olympic trials. Now, like the vast majority of Americans, every man, woman, and child, we only pay attention to track and field during the Olympics. That's it. We don't care about any of these things up until it's time to hand out an award at the Olympics, and then we get all excited about it. It's clear to anyone with an IQ above 40 why DK Metcalf was able to even squeeze into the event. It was an act. It was a novelty act. Publicity stunt. And I get it. It's a desperate attempt to try to garner more attention for track and field. And if that was the goal, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say it worked, but not the way you thought it was going to work. Let me explain. Right, let me let me qualify that. Well, the goal was to get attention, so you got attention. The marketing gimmick from that perspective worked. NFL stars chirping in. You, how else would you get Patrick Mahomes, the biggest star in football, to comment on what's going on in track and field? You wouldn't do that. Uh, gas bags like myself dedicating a block of time, very valuable real estate here, on Fox Sports Radio, on hundreds of radio stations talking about it, you wouldn't get that. So you gain some media clout. You got some social media clout. But let me rephrase this. It's not going to correlate to this massive groundswell of new track and field fans. I don't buy it. This is what's known as a one-off. It was a unique situation. We said novelty act, publicity stunt, all that. Football star, DK Metcalf. And so people watched. But not one person is going to cross over and say, well, you know, I've never watched track and field my entire life, but now all of a sudden, man, I'm into it. I am all about that action, boss. Now, that doesn't mean there's some outliers that are closeted track and field fans. Maybe these guys were in track and field when they were in high school and they stopped watching for whatever reason. They're like, well, I'm going to get back into it now. But the hardcore meat and potatoes football fan who watched out of curiosity, not a single one of those that doesn't have any track in their history there, track and field, is going to be like, oh, you know what? I'm now a track and field fan. No, 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 no. Shaking my head, no. All right, final point. So this outcome officially debunks one of the, the mild, I'm, gonna say, I'm not going to say great debate, one of the mild debates about DK Metcalf. And this goes back to Metcalf. He ran a 4 Back at the combine before his year drafted, being drafted by the Seahawks. More recently, he was an internet phenomenon, right? His his speed. Remember, he chased down Buda Baker of the Cardinals, and his speed, according to the advanced statistical nerds, was twenty two point six miles per hour. DK Metcalf. Wow, whoa! And so guys started chirping. Oh, this guy should be in the Olympics. Put him in the Olympics. And one thing led to another, and that resulted in D.K. Metcalf being able to attempt to qualify for the Olympics. And all that chatter about world-class Olympic speed, et cetera, et cetera. Well, we can pump the brakes, pump the brakes and all that noise. D.K. Metcalf, we can confirm now. All precincts are reporting it. D.K. Metcalf is football fast, just not world-class sprinter fast. And there is a massive chasm. And and to the uneducated fan who says, well, he was only a couple of you know split seconds away from finishing in second place. Yeah, th- that is how track and field has always operated, right? It's always it just you're separated by just just hairs. 
first place to gold medal to last place. That's how it works. It doesn't mean that you're on the cusp of winning a gold medal. That's not that's that's the wrong take on that. But listen, DK is a neophyte in the track world. It's it's like if he had done well, that would have been a huge embarrassment for the people that make their living, the people that live in that world, in that ecosystem of track and field. So it's like saying if you're good at eating hot dogs, you you enjoy a good dog. Saying you know what, let me go and match up against Joey Chestnut on Coney Island on the Fourth of July because I think I can hold my own. Good luck, right? Good luck. You know, hey, he ate well. He ate two dogs while Joey Chestnut devoured 45. But DK Metcalf, listen, he, he didn't participate in track and field at Old Miss. He doesn't have the traditional sprinter's body. He was about 20 pounds heavier, 20 or 30 pounds heavier than everyone else there in the field. He's 6'4", 235. He's 35 pounds. He's got a football player's body. He's, he's not the sprinter build. He would have to lose weight if he really wanted to take that seriously. And he last was a sprinter or a hurdler back in high school. So to automatically qualify for the Olympic trials, Metcalf would have needed to achieve a time of 10.05 seconds. And again, just for context, Metcalf at 10.37 seconds, we say that's not that far off. He would have finished if he had competed in the Texas 6A high school 100-meter state championship D.K. Metcalf would have finished in eighth place in the Texas 6A high school 100-meter state championship. In California, he would have finished, I believe I read, fourth or fifth in the state of California high school 100-meter state championship. Now, all that said, more is said than done. The NFL, here's the solution to this. Uh, you got other guys in the NFL that love to brag about how fast they are. Tyreek Hill, for example, if you're Kansas City Chiefs. So the NFL used to have this you know, fastest man, strongest man competition back in the day. They should bring that back. You'd have to get a lot of insurance to make it work, but there's plenty of insurance companies out there that will underwrite it. But how cool would it be to have an NFL's fastest man competition? Dust off the mothballs and bring it back. It would be tremendous theater and drama. It'd be great since the NFL's almighty uh, social media uh, content, that's what they're most concerned about. Bring this back. It would be good for social media. It'd be good for our business here in Sports Talk Radio. Uh, and, and just to see who is the actual fastest man in the NFL. Bring the contest back. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so... There's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. 
I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up as well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. 
someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. A man with laryngitis because he attended an Angel Dodger game. And he lost his voice. Let's see how he does here. Uh-oh. Mallard of the third degree with the Koopa Loop. Over the weekend, the Seattle, or um, excuse me, the Steelers GM. Uh-oh. See, he's a little rattled. Koop's rattled here. <laughs> uh, he admitted to the media that there is uncertainty about Ben Roethlisberger's future past this season. Yeah. Ben, do you think this is the last ride for the other Big Ben? Well, first of all, listen, 2020 should have been the swan song. We've said that. I did monologues about this. The, he was a guy aimlessly going through the motions, Roethlisberger. It's bizarre that they brought him back for the upcoming season. Now, my sources in Pittsburgh tell me that that's just how the Steelers roll. That's you know They're, they're very reluctant to make change. But P- Big Ben's 39, and he's he's got a one-year deal. He's a lame-duck quarterback. The Steelers are, are talking... Uh, about possibly developing Dwayne Haskins. They're taking a flyer on Dwayne Haskins. We'll see if he even makes the practice squad. Outside of that, there's no line of secession. Mason Rudolph, come on. So it's going to be a bumpy transition, but they gotta they gotta get on move on from Roethlisberger. He's not the answer. Next. Carl Anthony Towns spent his post-game press conference on Friday campaigning for Anthony Edwards to win Rookie of the Year. Now, LaMelo Ball is the favorite, but Carl Anthony Towns pointed out that no one is getting double teams like Edwards, and no one scores more. Ben, does Edwards have any chance? Uh, No, no. I'm shaking my head. No, listen, I understand he's biased, Carl Anthony Towns. LaMelo Ball, last I checked, he's averaging over 20 points. Almost eight assists, seven and a half rebounds per 75 possessions. That's an historic stat line. I read that's very similar to like a LeBron James, Jordan, Luka Doncic-like rookie campaign. Uh, So he's played very well. And Anthony Edwards, listen, his advantage is he's played more. LaMelo Ball's been hurt. He's missed a bunch of games with injury. Edwards has been fun to watch. But he's shooting 41%, which is, I think, 38th among rookies this season. Not that good. Next! So despite telling reporters that he has to earn the starting job, Zach Wilson is going into this season as the clear number one on the Jets roster as there are no seasoned vets at quarterback. Ben, how important do you think it is to have that veteran mentor? No, it doesn't matter. I, I think this is something the media loves. They love to write about. You know, Ultimately, the veteran leader isn't going to be playing for you. You've got to go out and play. Nobody's going to be holding your hand. You can't hide when you get out in the field. And Hope springs eternal with Zach Wilson, who'll be the next great Jets quarterback, unless he's not. How do we do, Kubaloop? You pass this edition. That's a winner with laryngitis. Now do a monologue with laryngitis, Coop. That's next. You gotta... Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, you sports figure guy or girl. Who the hell are you talking to, son? Here's some instant advice. Hold that thought. No one's paid attention to me for 10 whole seconds. And if you don't like it, screw you. 
And away we go. It's the Insta Advice Line on screen radio. And so many of you all of a sudden recommending the same person who needs advice. Now, typically we give an athlete or a prominent media figure in the world of sports advice. But I think the person that needs advice, and many of you agree with me, is the guy that just called up a few minutes ago, Dave in Cincinnati. He's suffering from hemorrhoids right now, and he is looking for... Some advice. So, uh, just based on the reaction we're getting here, Rob, the Goat Man, several other people uh, suggesting that we give advice to Dave in Cincinnati on how to deal with a sudden case of hemorrhoids that has him up all night listening to our show. Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox is the number. You're live on the on the air when you hear my voice. We're looking for a piece of advice to help out fellow listener Dave in Cincy. He's got hemorrhoids. It is the instant advice line, unscreened radio. We'll start out with you on line one. Hello, line one. I'm Fuzzy Kamal, and even Mr. Ed took steroids. Okay, thank you for that, Fuzzy. So happy that Fuzzy got in right away. Jay in Florida says, my advice uh, line suggestion is to eat a high-fiber diet to Dave in Cincinnati. That seems like... Good advice. Line two, you are next. It's the instant advice line for Dave in Cincinnati. Dave in Cincinnati's got hemorrhoids. Hello, line two. Yeah, who cares about Cincinnati, Ohio? Because Toledo, Ohio, and Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, you're better. All right, thank you. Go away. Hang up on yourself. Line three, you are next. Your advice to fellow listener Dave in Cincinnati. Yeah, Ben, I strongly suggest Dave get some spicy hot ditka. All right, thank you for that. Uh, big... Reference to the old Bears coach. Line, uh, what are we at? Line four is Drink next. Hello. Away. Line four, you are next. with Clay Travis's racist deuce. All right, let's go to line five. You are next. Line five. Hello, line five. Hello. Goodbye. All right, line six. It's the instant advice line. You're live on the air. No small talk. Give your piece of advice. Hang up. And the next person, it's like an assembly line. The next person right behind you. Here we go. Uh, line one, you're next. Advice to fellow in Cincinnati. He needs help with his hemorrhoids. I would suggest a cactus and some Ben Gay. Enjoy. Yes. Uh, yeah, the cactus is a great idea. Just sit on a cactus. What could possibly go wrong uh, with that? Line two, you're next. Boy, this is great advice. Line two, advice to fellow listener Dave in Cincinnati. I know it's you, Roberto. Uh-oh. Roberto, watch out. Now, now He's back. All we need is the where's my baseball guy. my baseball guy? guy. Where's my baseball? Line four, you're next. Hello, line four. Happy birthday, Roberto. Happy birthday, Roberto. Thank you. <laughs> Every week's Roberto's birthday. All right. Line five. Go line five. All right. One more. Koopa Loop picket. The final call. The instant advice line for Dave in Cincinnati and his hemorrhoids. Line one. Line one. You're on the air. Go. Hubert Joe Eagle says, call Miss Cleo. Call Miss Cleo. There you go. I think she's dead, though. I don't think she's around anymore.
I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 